In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. For our parish, the last few months have been a time of expectation and longing and waiting. And it's really a beautiful thing because uh, the altar is a symbol of Christ. Uh, Christ offers up the sacrifice on the altar of his own heart. And so we've been waiting for the coming of our new altar, and that will come on Christmas as we celebrate the coming of Christ. And so it's a beautiful thing that we've been longing with expectation for uh, the completion of the sanctuary, which of course will not be completely complete, but complete enough to use uh, come Christmas. Uh, already, but not yet. We're waiting for our Lord, but ultimately we're waiting for the end of the world. Um, that's not ready yet, but uh, the altar is anyway. Um, but it's also really important for us to physically hunger for the Lord. And that's an insight that the church's tradition had um, really for its entire length. And sadly, that was lost intentionally or unintentionally um, after the Second Vatican Council. Uh, Father John was saying to me um, earlier today, oh, the Second Vatican Council did away with that. Well, a lot of people say the Second Vatican Council did away with a lot of things, but most of them are not true. Um, and one of the things that the Second Vatican Council did not do away with is fasting and abstinence. Uh, but it did, in 1983, the church did lax, make more lax its uh, regulations um, in the hope, I think, and you see many of the fathers of the Second Vatican Council talking about this, in the hope that we would be adults about our faith and we would take on prayer and fasting optionally rather than because Mother Church wagged her finger at us and said, you have to do this. Um, sadly, that message didn't get communicated. All that got communicated was, uh, you don't have to abstain from meat on Fridays, which, by the way, is not absolutely true. Uh, the Code of Canon Law still does ask us to abstain from something. It suggests meat. In the United States, the bishops allow for it to be something other than meat, but uh, that's the tradition of the church. And in preparation for Christmas, the tradition of the church has us not just abstaining, which we'll talk about a little bit more in a second, but also fasting. Today is an ember day, traditionally. Uh, and ember days were these periods of times at four points in the year where the church recommended to all of its children that they pray and fast in longing for the Lord at the different seasons of the year at different stages of the year. One of the ember days comes just before Easter, another ember day just before Christmas, of course. One of the ember days comes during that octave of Pentecost and one of them in September. And these were days where we prayed a little bit more intently. The mass for the ember day was longer than a normal mass. It was sort of like the Easter vigil if you celebrated the entire Ember Day Mass. Um, and uh, we're meant to fast on those days as well. And as I said, the church doesn't require it of us. 
and maybe I'm ruining your fun. Maybe you were planning on going out and having a big breakfast after Mass today. And so, Father, why are you talking about fasting? Well, there's a real sense that physically longing for the Lord um, is really important to our spiritual preparation to receive the Lord. Of course, going back to the tradition, um, before we receive communion, we would physically fast, not just from food, but water, from midnight until the reception of communion. That's the reason why many people didn't receive communion on a regular basis, because they couldn't keep that fast, particularly if, um, if Mass was at 11, 11.30. Um, but I think it's something for us really to think and pray about, that physical longing for the Lord. St. Paul says in his letter to the Corinthians that unless we discern the body and blood of our Lord, we shouldn't receive him. You know, it's not just a matter of being in a state of grace or not being in a state of grace. Please, God, everyone in our parish knows that you need to be in a state of grace to receive our Lord. But that's like bare minimum, right? You won't go to hell if you do that, right? But to really efficaciously receive the Lord, we should be desiring with a longing an expectation. We should be desiring and longing like those Israelites who were sitting in slavery in Egypt, saying, when will he come? When will we come? We need a Messiah. Or the chosen people waiting for the Messiah and longing with great desire. The type of longing that Andrew had when he went and told his brother with great expectation and excitement, we finally found him. We found the Messiah. Come and see. It's not a matter of being uh, worthy. Of course, we all say when we receive communion, Domini non sum dignus, we're not worthy to receive you. I think it's a matter of psychosomatically having this physical need for the Lord, which stokes our spiritual need for the Lord. Of course, uh, the day before Christmas is properly the Christmas vigil, and a vigil, all the vigils, were days of fasting and abstinence as well. Um, again, because of this idea that we should be physically longing, and of course, Catholics know how to fast and to abstain and to be a little penitential, sometimes in a joyful way. Um, I grew up um, abstaining from meat on the Christmas vigil, um, but I always looked forward to that seven fish meal, um, the traditional Italian seven fish meal uh, before Christmas. We would have a big feast, but we wouldn't eat meat because we're being a little penitential. Jesus hasn't come yet. And so we would suffer through calamari and lobster and you know, squid, things like that, right? It was very, very difficult, right? But there is this psychological, this psychosomatic discipline that's in the tradition of the church, and I really encourage you to think about as we prepare for this coming solemnity of Christ Christmas, um, where we discipline our bodies, not because our bodies are bad, but simply because there is something better, something that we desire, something that we should be long for, something that we should be hungering for. And by disciplining our bodies, by fasting and abstinence, we will physically be hungering for the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, he who fills the hole in our heart 
that is God-shaped. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.